You're listening to the We Thought Nerd podcast, podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, this week we had the Game Awards, and with it, a couple of announcements, and uh, some some big winners. Nothing really too surprising, I don't think. Uh, We got a little bit of news, and uh, yeah, might as well jump right into it and start talking and see what's going on. So, Andrew, what have you been up to? Some Super Smash Brother. I, I'm surprised I didn't actually say it like in the on the game. Oh, like when you start it, yeah, yeah, when you start it. I was kind of waiting for it if they had yeah. a new one, but they didn't. That's fine. I made in my in my head it was it was Super Smash Brothers. So I'm playing a little bit of that. Uh, just a little bit. I just got it today, so two hours in or something. Yeah, on the just yell it out every time you start playing. Oh yeah, in my <laughs> house. know what you're playing. One hundred percent. We'll do. Um. I like that. I like the adventure mode, but we're gonna talk about that yeah. later. We'll talk about it. I, I assume. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I played. I think I guess I can say this. Um, the alpha of yeah. Anthem. Hold on, I've got to make a call to. <laughs> I think a certain you can... game company that I can you only say that. That's that's wouldn't talk to. That's uh, all I can say. Yeah, actually, there's. You promise a, you wouldn't say anything. Tally talked about it. He just said that he liked the game and things like that. He didn't really. Talk about like report tally too. Kind of yeah, yeah, report, report, report. <laughs> that was kind of thing. He's like, I'm um, gonna check my origin account, and make sure I still have all my games. <laughs> yeah, but there is some big news that kind of followed along with that. Is there was a Twitch streamer that decided uh, yeah. he would go ahead and stream his uh, Anthem experience, and mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. promptly greeted with no access to his account and all of his libraries gone. Yeah, which right. Lyric had probably the best line. He goes, "What? So you lost a copy of The Sims?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't lose it in my account or anything. I guess we got to follow that NDA, of course. So, of course. Uh, very strict. Yeah. Nice. That's what I've been doing. How about you, Rob? What have you been up to? So, with uh, Smash Brothers coming out, you figure, okay, there's only one game on my mind. Mm-hmm. And you are right. It is Mutant Year Zero, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The Road to Eden, which um, surprisingly has taken most of my uh, free gaming time. Um, I bought Smash Brothers with all the intention in the world of playing it. I'm like, well, what's this free game there? It's coming out with my Game Pass. So I checked it out and I could not stop playing it. So, wow. so I'll talk a little bit Smash more. Stalls, what you're saying. I've played like half an hour to an hour maybe <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been dabbling in a, a couple different games. But I um, also played another one. It's kind of obscure. It's called The Council. And you might have seen an ad for it, but probably didn't register too much. It's like a fighting game with words in that you have conversations and dialogues. And depending upon what you choose is how the storyline progresses. So hmm. it's made by the people that made Vampire, And, you know, I like those kind of games that from that studio. So um figured I'd check it out. And it's I haven't put much time into it, but it's the kind of game that, that I enjoy. So cool. uh, they also do the... Um, Sherlock Holmes games on there as well, so that um, kind of ties into what I what I enjoy. Hmm. Nice. Well, uh, I uh, you know I finished Red Dead, so I uh, been hmm. trying to go back into uh, a little bit of Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey. Uh, of course, played some Smash, did the adventure mode. Um, I'm awful at Smash, so I'm not a huge Smash player. I just like to play it because of the nostalgia purposes. And then uh, we play a little bit of Battlefield Five. I'm actually okay. kind of getting into it a little bit. I kind of like it. No, oh, so yeah, that's pretty fun. 
Yeah. What's the What's the mode that's got you interested? Uh, I've been playing uh, what they call the Grand Operations. It's sort of, it's sort of like a, I don't want to say story, but kind of like a story mode where it like, tells a like it tells a tale of like a battle that takes course over multiple days. Yeah. So like each like mm. it's, there's multiple matches and each match is supposed to be like a different day. It kind of advances as you play. The maps changes. The environment kind of changes. There's different weather and stuff like that. So is it the same neat. as one? They had they had the operations. I think it may be the same as different? one. Yeah. Okay. They call I guess they call it, call it something different. Yeah. But uh, I love those modes. That that mode is great. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Um, yeah, been a lot of that. Trying to trying to snipe some people and all that good stuff. So fun, good, good, clean fun, killing people. We've been playing games. That's what that's what matters. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, and starting tomorrow, we'll probably get back into some more WoW since the new patch drops. Ooh, yeah, gotta get raid ready again. So again, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway uh let's move on to the, what happened the big thing that happened this week which is the game awards so if we're all yeah, kind of take had, it away from there you know i i really wasn't even ready for that um i went into work on friday and everyone was like hey did you see who won the game awards i was like the what a what exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't i don't know has this I don't think this has always been a thing, right? This is, yeah, it um, used to be on Spike. It used to be the Spike Game Awards. Now I remember the Spike one, yeah, but it's the same thing. All I really remember from that Spike doesn't exist like, anymore. So now exactly, it's, mm, yeah. So they kind of right, they so, migrated to Twitch maybe a year or two ago, and this became mm-hmm. the Game Awards. It's kind of just okay. gotten bigger every year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll admit to uh, being out of the loop on that, so it was kind of interesting to find it. And I think. Uh, you know, it brought in some some quality reveals. Um, before yeah. we actually get into the awards, which I'll be honest with you, those are games that are already out and no one mm. likes anymore. There's new <laughs> games coming that are going to be way better than any game we have right now, right? This guy right so here. I'll take it from the perspective of what's coming up soon and kind of talk a little bit about what I think yeah. of uh, how that's going to look. So um, did you guys ever play Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yeah, back in the day, maybe like... Was it uh, the first or second one on the 360? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were same. both uh, 360 games. Mm-hmm. Um, couch co-op, uh, up to four players, that kind of thing. You could also mm-hmm. play online. Uh, it was a great little uh, Diablo clone. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah. starring, you know, the heroes of the Marvel Universe. So uh, pretty, pretty cool game. Um, so keeping in that tradition, it's still Marvel. But everything else about it seems to have changed. Uh, number one, it's now being made by Team Ninja. So the people that make uh, Dead or Alive or uh, Ninja Gaiden, they're the ones that are actually creating this game now. It was originally like Capcom or something. Uh, originally, it was like Raven Software, hmm. and I want to say it was an Activision game, but it was um, it was not by Team Ninja. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Team Ninja is a very. It's kind of like when Team Ninja made a Metroid game. No one was really expecting that. Um, and it's also a Switch exclusive. Yeah. which I found to be pretty interesting. So um, if they do have like local co-op, you know, local wireless, I think that'd be fun. If it's just couch co-op, then I'll have to see how that goes. But um, those were some of my favorite games. So I'm really interested in how this one's going to come out. Um, I'm really got I'm, cool effects and graphics, but that's mm-hmm. all you really see. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really interested in if it still has the RPG light elements to it, because that's what I really enjoyed about the game. Uh, where you can, can actually do character. talents, yeah, build your character, yeah, build up your favorite character. Um, mm-hmm. I hope I hope they keep that. I really do. Yeah, 
well, I think there's been some attempts to bring back the magic of Ultimate Alliance with, uh, what was it, like Marvel? Uh, Mar- Marvel had a game where you play as like any hero and you had to like pay like for points or something that you could like invest in them and everything. I forgot exactly what that was, but it was on PC and it wasn't particularly very good. Um, it was a pretty obvious uh, cash grab. Disney Infinity kind of did it a little bit. But... They did it better than the one I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to I'll try to find that one, but I don't even think it's around anymore. That you would pay real world money for characters, heroes, like a couple bucks per, and then you would get different costumes and outfits. Then you could make them fight around the city and everything. Hmm. So, yeah, it was it was all right. But you, the problem was you'd have like ten different cut, you know, ten Thors running around like smashing stuff, or <laughs> you know, twenty Spider Man. So yeah, it was a little. Uh, a little weird in that regard so anyway it's definitely on my radar i'm going to be keeping an eye out on it um i like the series but it looks so different i uh, my main concern is how are they going to keep the spirit of the original and will they you know it's it's an audience from 15 years ago do they really (laughs) are they going to bring them back right it's also cool that it's on the switch i like uh some cool switch titles oh love love switch exclusives that's um it's always nice to see that I, i hope it does eventually make it to other platforms but um, I always like to see this. The other game, um, well, let's say the next game on my list here is uh, one called The Outer Worlds. Now, this game so, looks pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, this one I'm. <clears throat> I, I don't even know how to really express how like hype I am for this. Um, the Outer Worlds is made by Obsidian, which uh, we all know is you know the pillars of Eternity, folks, in the um, New Vegas Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. So. Uh, this is basically Fallout New Vegas, but in space. So it's got kind of a Borderlands feel. I, I kind of took away from it, but still that kind of retro, retro fifties futuristic. Yeah, someone had like someone said it was like a it's like Fallout meets Mass Effect meets um, something else. Yeah, so it's kind of rage. Cool. Yeah, maybe a little. Well, there's rage. a two minute trailer, and you can derive whatever you think you can get from that. Yeah, <laughs> and I think you could put a lot of different things in there in terms of. Uh, what um what the game will ultimately be, um, but given the pedigree of the developers, I'm just looking forward to what Obsidian's going to bring. I mean, Plus, they got Microsoft money now, and they got Microsoft money. Although this game <laughs> this was made without prior. that, yeah, yeah, this is a little bit prior. Uh, this, this it'll be their next game that'll be on Microsoft's dime. Mm-hmm. The only so. thing I did see regarding the release is it's not going to be on PC. Is it, is oh, it going to really? be on PC? Oh, is, is it Steam? They say it's Steam. Sorry, Steam, Xbox, PS4, and PS4. Uh, yeah, okay. Xbox and PlayStation. It's possible that it, depending on when it actually comes out, it might be a um, um, late generation kind of game for the for the uh, consoles. Um, there's been some talks about the new console generation mm-hmm. coming along. I don't think it'll be that long, but you never yeah. know. I've seen those. I've been hearing those are maybe looking at late 2019 or 2020. I I had heard as late as 2021. And that would kind of make sense for the yeah. for the time frame. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, or Mortal Kombat Eleven, like twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, MK yeah. Or it'll be like MK Eleven. So that I I swear there was already eleven. Like this just blows my mind. That's <laughs> it's still out there, right? There was there was some kind of like X Ultimate Edition was, or something like I that. I think was twenty fourteen. Or it was Mortal Kombat XL came out in uh, um, in in 2014, and that would have been uh, 40, as we all know our Roman numerals. So Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat 40. 
um, and now being replaced with Mortal Kombat 11. So definitely going backwards, I think, in terms of just the numbering system here. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, more Mortal Kombat is always a good and welcome thing. So um, I'm just hopeful if they do bring it out on PC that it's a little bit smoother launch. Um, they never really fixed the PC launch. Wasn't it just of a port? Mortal Kombat? Like a console port? It was a port that, you know, one of the things that's really important in a fighting game is good FPS and yeah, you know yeah. lag free gaming uh which is not at all what this game would do <laughs> it would hmm. uh kind of stutter and jitter and everything and it would play at uh I don't know, unless you had like a beastly pc it was only running at like 30 frames per second i think they finally fixed it but they had missed their window of having the adoption of uh pc players that's true i'm not a big fighting game my fighting game doesn't exceed outside smash so <laughs> oh good stuff though yep um, this one I think Brandon knows a little bit more about uh, the Far Cry New Dawn game. Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's, a it's a direct sequel to uh, Far Cry Five, seventeen years after. Um, I don't know. Can we spoil the ending to Far Cry Five now? Is it good? Anyway, well, the next one's been announced, so I guess you can be spoiled. Um, sure. So at the end of Far, there's two endings, but of course the true ending is that uh, you're in a bunker and they release nuclear bombs across the world and so uh far cry new dawn takes place after the bombs drop you come out of your i'm guessing it's the same character um you come out of the bunker 17 years later it's now post-apocalyptic and you're in you know same place as five and now there's you know new threats and stuff you gotta save yeah so you're back in hope montana on the same map again yep so similar to like how they did with the similar to uh yeah the uh, was it uh primal primal yeah yeah, Primal and Four, which was yeah. on the same map. They just took the snow away. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. So they took everything away on this one and just you know, blew it up. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool uh, premise. It's probably the very the very first. I'm, I'm, I could be wrong on this, but I think it's the very first direct sequel for a Far, uh, Far Cry game where the story kind of continues afterward. Yeah, I don't know that any of them are really tied into each other. I mean, the first one was the Tropical Island, right. um, You know, followed up by... Africa. I want to say that was in Africa. Yeah. The third one was in South America. Something so they, like that. they're you know, a globe trotting type of franchise. And uh, unlike Just Cause, where it's the same character in every single one, right? Uh, no one really seems to be related across these, just kind of tangentially. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. Looks interesting enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another post apocalyptic game. <laughs> yeah. It's just. I mean, I mean, cool. as bad as Fallout, Fallout 76 is, someone else needs to step in there and take over the... Oh, yeah, it's wide open. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, I think Brent or uh, Andrew's alluding to is Rage 2. Um, <laughs> uh, poked its head out. And I don't think anyone was really waiting for the Rage sequel. Uh, Walmart Canada, obviously. You know, I broke <laughs> Walmart Canada stores. was really 100%. excited. Yeah. Um, you know, when you go for uh, your first news... <laughs> Uh, you look to Walmart Canada to to break those stories, and mm-hmm. you know they told us it was at least on the on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, looks interesting. Um, it looks like there is a larger focus on exploration and um, and just overall RPG elements to the game. I think it's fair to say, yeah. Because the first one, you'd pretty much just go run around and do missions, and you'd like pop in a place, do something, and then come back out of it. This one. Looks really close to Borderlands. I'm a, I'm not quite sure what's very different about them. Um, 
it looks amazing. I can say that much, but uh, it looks like it's kind of following that uh, that formula. What do you guys think? I mean, the loot. If, if that's the biggest part of it, right? If there's any loot system at all, it would be a difference between a Borderlands and Rage yeah. Two. To be honest with you, on that I didn't really like the first one that much, and I'm not. You know, I have no. Yeah, I was a little bored with one. the first one. It's it's what Rob said. Is you you go into a little dungeon area with bandits, you come out and you're like got a new item, and it's, that's it. Like, you, mm-hmm. and you then you keep going to the next area. Um, it was a it was a feat, I think, graphically when it was when it came out on systems and stuff. But other than that, it wasn't too uh, too memorable. But yeah, I think they're it, changing it. They're changing it the formula. Yeah. For the time, I mean, it was the best of what the 360 could present at the time. I mean, it looked like next gen quality on mm-hmm. a last gen system. Yeah, they have. I guess you have powers now of some sort. So I guess that's 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 a major difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean it's really open to do whatever because they never really had an established character. Like they didn't really build out much of a story. So mm-hmm. that you know, it's it's an open world in which to uh, start over again. So uh, we'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of open world, um, new Dragon Age game on the way. That's, little that's little hint to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was really just a teaser more than anything. Uh, the tag is uh, the Dread Wolf Rises. Yeah. Um, is this right? It's three years away, or that's just what we uh, suspect? From what's been kind of going around is that we won't see it for at least three more years. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Was oh. it just another, hey, this game is on the horizon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so that's really so, what it was. Okay. Okay. Awareness. Awareness campaign. It's yeah. better than saying, hey... Elder Scrolls coming. Six is coming out <laughs> someday. <laughs> right, right. After this other game that's coming out for the next generation. Yeah. Now, one game they showed that certainly looked. Uh, God, I don't even know how to explain what I saw in this trailer, but a lot. It's called Atlas, yeah. and it looks like there's just everything in the game. So think of anything, and it's in there. It's 1,200 times the size of the current ARC maps, which if you've played an, on an ARC server, I mean, those go on forever, it seems. Like, that is astounding, the scale of this game. Um, seems like there's a lot of uh, water combat, because I saw pirates, mm-hmm. pirate ships fighting each other, which I think this may be what everyone really was hoping for from Sea of Thieves. Now, is uh, this supposed to be like slips. a server or open world, like a multiplayer mm-hmm. game like Ark is? They're calling this an MMO uh, survival game with mm-hmm. capacity of 40,000 players per server. <laughs> it's like a... I liked what Chet has to say. It's yeah. like, tri- it's like tri- <laughs> exactly. how, how many people can you fit on a tribe server? I forgot. Like a lot, right? tribes like it was back when but i mean so i played on some maps where we did 128 and it was unplayable but (laughs) i don't know how they're gonna get but that's also 20 something years ago too no so this is probably like instant stuff like like good technology now um but yeah i this this is just saying that like a no man's sky like yeah it is a billion times it's endless right that sort of thing they're promising a lot um Mm -hmm. But what can when what can they follow through with it? Like, right? It has yep. to be gameplay. I totally agree. Although I would have never thought Ark 
as a game itself was really possible because of how much it was able to do. It was really innovative for the time. So, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised to see it, you know, really take off. Um, the funny thing is it might still come out at like $30, <laughs> like even with all this new content and everything. So, um, you know, they're not known for putting out triple a pricing on the games. Um, but they certainly do give you your money's worth if you want to invest the time in a, in a survival game. So, um, again, another game I'll be keeping an eye on mainly because I want to try out the pirate aspect of it. Um, I'm gonna watch that trailer again pretty soon here and, and see the, uh, the ocean combat that looked that looked pretty fun yep um this one was kind of odd to see um stranger things three uh season three the game (laughs) is coming out and that's kind of a pixel pixelized i think they did one for the last season they did and it was an ios android game yeah and you were basically, it was almost like a little Zelda deal and you could run around and unlock things and you played as one of the, you know, the characters or the, you play as either the kid or the, uh, the sheriffs and run around and do some different things. Not exactly something that I put a ton of time into outside right. of just the, okay, this is interesting. Um, this looks like it's a little more to it. Um, kind of like a final fantasy JRPG style. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the gameplay, not necessarily the style of the game, um, with the Stranger Things uh, theming on it. So one of these things is not like the other in terms of just <laughs> the hype around these types of games. I right. mean, usually, like this one was a... Com- the last game was a companion to the series. This isn't something that people are going to be lining up or pre-ordering, right? or I, at least I wouldn't think so. Um, I, I would think that this is more of a... Oh, okay. I like Stranger Things. Here's some more things like that that I can invest my time in. But none of it really seems to really jump out at me and go, hey, you got to check out this game. It's so hype. Right. Yeah, I was probably, I'm probably more hyped for the show than this game. <laughs> I was hoping yeah, they're going to show a, like a, like a, tra- like a tra- uh, trailer for the season or something. That would have been nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, always keep an eye on that kind of stuff. You never know when it'll sneak up and end up being good quality, but I'm not yeah. uh first impressions being what they are, I, I wasn't terribly impressed. All right. But there is some news on the Smash front, apparently, from there. So Brandon, do you want to yeah, tell us more about that? I'm sure. Uh yeah, so they had like this uh I don't I've never played this game. I've only seen some streams of it. I know it's really big out there in uh some corners of the PlayStation community and stuff, but Persona Five, they have this little, little insert thing with the main character Joker, and uh, you're kind of like, oh, what's what's this? And then uh, it turns out it was a, a you know a little revealed trailer for the first DLC for Smash, and hmm. uh, he's gonna be the first fighter they add post launch. So, yeah. yeah so I played it. um I played Persona, the one that was on the Vita. And I, I took it with me on a cruise and I played it just in the cabin or when I was up on deck and just trying to, you know, fill in some time. And I probably Mm -hmm. spent, you know, it was a week long cruise. I probably played about 10 hours total, uh, just, you know, lounging around, having a a drink or whatever. I still don't know what I played. I have no (laughs) idea what happened. I was solving murders and then I was fighting these bears with giant heads and I'm running through this like nether realm. And I have no idea what the game is about. Yeah, they're very odd. It's like an RPG. It's like a video game. 
<laughs> it's like a video game. <laughs> it's like an anime. It's like, yeah, it's it's something else. But it's, it's like got a... high ratings for, yeah. for what it does, right? As as an RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. very atmospheric, and I think I could see how you could really get drawn into the world because the world is very deep and very lush, and there's so much going on there. I just, I, I think you have to put in, maybe it's the fact that I came into the game and it was so, I was much. so far removed from like <laughs> part one, right? Right. Like well, I, I don't think they're the like series. all that, like coherent, are they? They're kind of there is maybe some not. That are. I think they're all. I think they're all kind of like spread know. out a little bit, but uh, it is interesting to see like they're adding him as a fighter to smash like what else like what else we're going to see outside of nintendo being added added to smash well i i mean i think anything's fair game now that you've seen yeah. you know snake and everything and yeah penguin you're right it was four um definitely was persona four um you know we've got uh snake there and you've got uh cloud got cloud up. snake yeah then we'll have joker um and ridley is <laughs> ridley yeah. ridley is no longer too big for smash yeah and you know, maybe we'll see. I'm kind of hope- holding for maybe uh, Banjo and Kazooie. That'd be cool. How about some Fortnite characters, guys? Come on. Yeah, Fortnite. Let's have a Fortnite yeah, put, character added. Put him in. Put like, him John, in. like John Wick or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah. Speaking of Fortnite, uh, it was nominated for some big games that, or some big awards at the Game Awards. Yeah, take us through some of the the awards. I, I've talked about the the reveals and what yeah. I was personally interested in, but there there was some amazing games that came out this year, and uh, it was it had to be a tough battle for yeah all these. So awards. before I, you know, I won't drive right to the big award, which is game of the year. I'll kind of start off with the small ones, and we'll talk and see what you guys think. But uh, we'll start off with content creator of the year, and uh, to probably nobody's surprise, it was Ninja. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna go for Ryan's toy review. <laughs> um, right. I was gonna go for Pixel Pub. Oh, yeah, Pixel that's, Pub. I'm sorry. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but what do you do for? I mean, Ninja is obviously the biggest mover and shaker right now when it comes to this. At least, um, for, at least in the terms of like with Fortnite and everything. Yeah. I agree. Right. But I mean, who else would you? Who else? Like, on what merits do you consider who's the best? Exactly. Right. Because right. I don't. I don't this like is probably more terms Ninja, like, but I don't watch them. Yeah, this is probably more terms of like probably who had the biggest maybe impact or biggest mm-hmm. social. And, and for that's fair to say it'd be Ninja. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best esports game, uh, Overwatch. I think it beat not, out. Not surprised, I guess. Some games, yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's pretty big in the esports world. So. I mean, you're talking over Dota or League of Legends. I can't remember who all was uh, nominated, but. I think Games it's like I think that, it's because yeah. of the Overwatch League though the launch of it mm-hmm. and and how well it, you should have on Twitch now right and Twitch has a yeah. financial interest in this I'm not saying that they influence the prestigious and uh, coveted big awards <laughs> but um, it, it would make sense that <laughs> they should, would you should uh, see this uh, would be the winner you know the <laughs> at, you know at BlizzCon the big uh, the uh, Overwatch you know grand finale whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty impressive, I have to say. A lot of excitement there. I'm sure. Uh, it's a great game. I mean, it yeah. certainly deserves the win. I I think you can make an argument for a couple other ones too, but nothing would really beat it out. Yeah. I don't think. But now to get, I think this stuff is voted. Uh, I think ninety percent of the vote comes from pre- like the press, 
like the press has a voting power, and then the rest it's like of Metacritic. Is, yeah, and then the ten percent of it is from uh, people can go online and vote for them. Okay, mm. so that's where this all comes from. Uh, Forza Horizon Four, uh, best racing game of the year. Which that's is fair because that game is awesome. Didn't have much competition, I don't think. <laughs> no, but I mean, no, it's it, a, it's it was it was best racing game. or sports game. So it was mainly, I think it was like really the only racing game against like Madden and two K mm. and that kind of thing. But really, like it's it's either Forza, like the actual motorsports, or right. Horizon that are going to compete against each other. Right. I don't think but they don't really release them in the same year. I think they're stagnated. No, I, they I just, them. back yeah. when it's like it's always it was always Gran Turismo, but now it's actually Forza. You like everyone knows Gran Turismo. Anymore. Gran yeah. Turismo, they haven't come out with a new one in quite some time, and they even admitted that a lot of the cars that they were releasing with the new ones were actually the same ones as the previous one. They were just rendered in engine differently now. Yikes. Yeah, so they, they didn't really make new cars yeah. or make enhancements to them. It was just like, hey, here's a re release of all these cars. And it was something like there was like 50 cars that were like super specced to be even closer to like real world counterparts. But then there was hundreds of cars that did that, that were retreads of previous ones. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Chat made a good point. It beat out FIFA. FIFA is a very big game. Oh, sports! Right, yeah. FIFA's okay. a big game. I don't know if it's you know a good yeah. game. It's big. People complain big. about it much like that. <laughs> yeah, best strategy game into the breach, which is very surprising for it being a for an indie game. Wow. Yeah, I like the game. Is that uh, it's simple? It's very simple. Quick to pick up and learn. I mean, what other game do we think would be in that in that space? Civ I mean, Six. That. Yeah, like no, it wasn't this year, though, was it? It wasn't released this year. It wasn't? Okay. Mm. Okay. Just expansion. Yeah. Can't uh, think of anything else. Let's look. Let's see. I mean, you can't, you can't say XCOM, because that's like two, three years ago. Yep. Right. I mean, they don't really come out. Oh, Rabbids came out last year. That yeah. was last year. So there really isn't the much was. in this genre. <laughs> this is Not really. Way. Not from a strategy standpoint. There was that there was that new game that you said last week, Rob, that came out yeah. just yesterday, but that's not what's gonna make it was gonna make Oh this. no no no. Yeah. But strategy games I can't think of any. Only can't. Boom. Alright, so we had Banner Saga three, Battletech. Battletech's a really good game. Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Valkyrie Chronicles Four. Mm. Yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles Four just came out, so maybe the newness of it probably pushed it back a little bit. And yeah. as much as I love Frostpunk, uh, Into the Breach is a more complete um, so, gaming Battletech, experience. Battletech, though, that was it's pretty impressive. Battletech's oh, and, and and just to be clear, I love Banner Saga. That is a really cool game, and I love the art style and the and the storyline that goes along with it. But when you start getting into three, and I don't, I couldn't tell you what the innovations were because I'm still playing two. Um, <laughs> but it. it it wasn't one that like really pushed me to finish it. So right. um, I don't know if Banner Saga being a solid series is enough to say it's a um, as good as Into the Breach, which was pretty pretty amazing like in my game. opinion. Really I'm cool. surprised Pyre didn't make it. Pyre was one of the big like ones that were was big in this this year. But okay, I, I mean, I've never heard of that why. game. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, best that might be game. one reason. Yeah, yeah, best fighting game was DB uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Nice. Now that's interesting. Yeah, that was a Switch because... only title, wasn't it? No, no, no. that it was on um, it was on all platforms. Well, okay. I don't know if it was on Switch. 
you got me wondering that now. It was definitely on Xbox and definitely on PS4. Um, but you've got you know the Soul Calibur series that came out. Um, yeah. Obviously this year, that's a big one. And I know there's another big fighting game that came out as well. I'm trying to remember it now. Um, yeah, it beat out. Um, yeah, so Street Fighter. That's kind. Of, it was only really. It was Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, DBZ, Soul Calibur, and Street Fighter were the only people not the only games nominated. And the Street Fighter was the re-release, right? That wasn't five. Right. Yeah. So I, between Street Soul Calibur, okay. Arcade edition. Yeah. So not a whole lot of competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a late year for fighting games. Next year will be very different. Best indie you have game. To contend with uh, this. Celeste, yes, one hundred. One of our ten out of ten games, as reviewed by We Talk Nerd. That's right. Yep. So it it beat games such as Dead Cells, End of the Breach, Return of Oberdin, and The Messenger. These are Return of Oberdin. That's all. Well, yeah. Next, next coming up, uh, Oberdin actually won Best Art. Hey, mm-hmm. all two colors. That it uses. <laughs> That's if pretty impressive. Seen, yeah, it, it it is a black and white game, or green and white game, or blue and white game. It depends on which old school monitor uh, filter you put on there. But it it looks like a old school game when it's in still format. But then when you start moving around, the the amount of detail and the quality of the game is just it's so amazing. So yeah, I'm gonna. I already have talked about that one enough, I mm-hmm. think. But the Overdin was uh, uh that's going to go down as one of those like all time classic type of games for people right. that are into puzzles, because it's basically solving a ship wide murder like Sudoku. You you eliminate like who, like, they'll be like, here's this victim. They're so destroyed you can't tell like what they what they were. And I was <laughs> like, well, it wasn't this guy because I see this guy over here and he's still okay. Um, and you're kind of getting these little snapshots in time. So, uh, amazing game. It's, um, I, I think it was well represented on the uh, awards. I think it was actually up for some, uh, bigger ones besides the art and indie game. Mm-hmm. I thought it was up for something else too. So uh, yeah. glad to see it doing very well. Yeah. So for, uh, best multiplayer game, Destiny uh, Fortnite. Two. Oh, what? Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Best multiplayer game, Fortnite. No surprise there. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, best best ongoing uh, game, Fortnite. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and um, it was funny because they actually did have Destiny up there. Yep. But sure on did. the little like write-in things, it just said like LOL next to it. <laughs> so I think everyone knew it was just like kind of a troll move. Surprisingly, right. one of the games that was nominated for ongoing was No Man's Sky. Yes. Oh. So that's that's kind of. That was kind of surpri- cool and surprising. Let that be a lesson to everybody that just because you release a terrible game that no one likes doesn't mean it always has to be bad. You can invest and double down and try to mm-hmm. try to get back to it. So next year, Fall seventy six, maybe, <laughs> maybe we could. Maybe I mean, we could, we'll see. Everyone, we'll see. I mean, I think everyone can see it was a botched release. There's some definite problems with it, but people love Fallout and are willing to give it the time. I mean, look how bad Destiny was when it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean. You're talking about a year of mediocrity before Forsaken and people, everyone says the third release is what made the game playable. But by that point in time, you'd already dropped $90 on the game with expansions and originals. So, I mean, if they still have people playing it, you know, there's got to be something to that. 
right? Yep. And so, um, uh, this one I'm gonna kind of add Red Dead on here because Red Dead won best narrative, best music, best audio design, and uh, Rowan Clark, the guy who does Arthur, won best voice actor. So they took home a lot of awards this year. Yeah, yeah. basically production values. I mean, Red Dead, mm-hmm. is, it's 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 a movie. You know, you put yeah, it in cinematic basically. mode, and it looks like an old school western, and it's yeah. a, um, a absolutely beautiful game. Um, well deserved for that. Um, the gameplay part of it probably a little lacking compared to how good the rest of the game is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like your your horse running into trees and stuff like that is still doesn't control yeah. great. Yeah, I actually forgot to mention one. Uh, Monster Hunter World won Best RPG. Mm. Which is surprising to me. That's over cool. what other one? No, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Probably Destiny is in there. <laughs> Destiny is in there. I assume. Best role playing game was Dragon Quest uh, Eleven. That makes uh, sense. Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni Two, Octopath. Ah, yeah, good titles. Pillars of Eternity Two. So that, oh, that's yeah. a strong gear for it to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, because Octopath was really good. Uh, well done. Um, yeah, that that's uh, and Dragon's Quest Eleven. I mean, that's a that's like a holiday in Japan when that comes out. <laughs> nice job, Capcom. Though that's a it's a yeah. big release for them. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Glad. Yep. Uh, so you may have noticed I did not say Red Dead one game of the year because that would have been God of War, and uh, they actually also won game best game direction and action mm-hmm. adventure, best action adventure game. Yep, and I I agree with that. From a game direction standpoint, what they did technically, where the game camera is almost always right over his shoulder, and it never like cuts away or goes to like a cutscene or anything like that. I mean, it's always it's keeping you right there, almost from his point of view the entire time. That's very difficult to do for a game that's pretty much forty hours long if you do everything. Yeah, it's pretty. uh pretty impressive they you know they got some big awards they swept up they beat for game direction there was games like uh, detroit become human on there spider-man and red dead mm. so that's big that's big action adventure i assume like odyssey was on there versus versus uh some god action of War. adventure odyssey god right. War, spider-man and red dead and shadow of the tomb raider mm-hmm. mm. so just about every category red dead was in god of war was also in yeah and so was Spider Man. But yeah, some, you know, Tough both of those games. Release a movie <laughs> or release a game. Yeah. It's, uh, there, there's some big ones this year that really overshadowed a lot of other games. So, yeah. And you got to think God of War came out in like March or something? No, it was like over the summer. Was it? Yeah. May, maybe it was May. It's one of those months with the M in it. But yeah, I'm it was like forever. Find out. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a, Big games, a lot of good awards for those games. I think it fits them very well. I was kind of surprised a little bit. Uh, I, in my books, I still think, uh, still think Red Dead is game of the year. But God of War is def- what I would consider my number two for game of the year. So I'm happy either way. Both yeah. good games. Well, it was because it came out April twentieth. April twentieth. Wow. Yeah. So I closer to summertime. I remember it was around that time frame. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that's uh that's most of the big awards and they I think they had a bunch of other smaller ones that they kinda 
you know, nothing, mm-hmm. we're not gonna take your time. If you want to see the whole list, go check it out. Yeah, but yeah, there's and there's some giveaways and codes too. I think they were giving away um, free cards in Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, so if you went and redeemed that, you could actually yeah. could get some things. Um, but Brain, I see there's a there's a story here. More more <laughs> news for Fallout. Yeah, so 76. if you uh, <laughs> if you want to keep up with some Fallout seventy six, the the headline that I wrote here is more Fallout for Bethesda and Fallout seventy six. So mm-hmm. basically, you know, last week we or yeah, last week. We talked about how they're finally going to honor the canvas bag thing, and you can go online, fill this form out, you know, put a support ticket in, and you'll be on the, you know, you get on the list to get your canvas bag eventually. Uh, well, turns out they don't know how to put security on those things, and uh, so you know, anybody could basically go along and look at all this information people input, such as addresses, names, and even credit card information. This there, here it is. So you know, they had this big security breach. I don't know if you want to call it a breach when it's kind of out there in the open, but yeah. Right, giveaway. So data giveaway, <laughs> big data giveaway to make up for how bad our game is. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, they're uh, you know before Fallout seventy six came out, when when you would uh you know if I'd asked you like what do you think of Bethesda as a company, you'd be like oh yeah they make great games I love it, and now it's like they're on par with EA. Yeah, that that's probably not <laughs> totally fair, but they are quickly headed in that direction yep um i mean this is a fallout 76 and just their handling of everything has really been a black eye for the company um you hope they learn from it but this is how great companies you know go bad ea at one point in time could do no wrong when it came to to their games and this is you're going back to the late 80s early 90s yeah well (laughs) maybe i'm talking about way before then where it was electronic arts because they were artists making games, not just programmers making games. So there was a level of polish you'd get with an EA game that you wouldn't get anywhere else. And now they're just a huge company that <laughs> sells their money. soul on the rig. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. not good. Not good. But uh, last week we talked about some Red Dead controversy. And this week I'm here to, thir- uh, you know, Rockstar kind of made up for some of that. Um, so if you played during the first week of the beta, they gave out, 50, I think I think it was 50, don't quote me on this, and I'm not sure how many gold bars. I think it was 50 gold bars and $250 in-game currency. Now, is that 250 and, like real-world dollars, or is no, it just 250 bucks in Because it's, it's, you know, regular money, so it's $250. How many cans of, of beans does that buy you? Um, I don't know, I'm sure. <laughs> two. Probably because 200 the, beans. The cans yeah. of beans were like the most expensive thing in the game last week. Right. Right, and you know they've already done some balancing. I think that patch may have been early last week after the podcast or something. But they've done the balancing patch, and they've uh after the patch they actually uh, they calculated the re- like the difference in prices. So if you bought said can of beans or bought a gun, uh, they refunded you the difference in pricing after they changed it. So like if they it was five hundred dollars and they dropped it down to two fifty, you'd got that two fifty dollar two hundred fifty back that you nice. spent. So. You know, they help, you know, balance some things out. People got more money. Everything's kind of mm-hmm. more, you know, in tune where it should be now. Right. Good old service, just like the old West. <laughs> customer service is number good old one. customer service. So I'm not saying, you know, everything's good with Red Dead Online because I got on just for a little bit to get my free gold and stuff. And some uh, shirtless guy in overalls ran up to me, tackled me, and choked me to death instantly. <laughs> so, I'm like, yep, that's enough Red Dead Online for me. I'm not getting anything done in this game. So <laughs> that's why 90, by the way, of everyone. I was gonna say, 
by the, that's yeah. kind of the perfect experience because if you just said <laughs> you know that that sounds like one of those steam reviews right like steam review <laughs> logged in got tackled choked to death 10 out, 10. 10 out of 10 <laughs> would get yeah. choked again so i think people are kind of i've seen a lot of dead bodies too that was interesting but i think um people are kind of going towards the tackling choking to death thing because at first it was lassos <laughs> But it turns right. out if you equip your knife before you get lassoed, you instantly cut the lasso. Oh. So now people are just reverting to tackling and choking to death. So. Okay. <laughs> the meta. The new meta. Yeah, keep your head the on new, a swivel. The new meta. Keep your head on a swivel. So it's just life in the wild, wild west. Thanks, yes, chat. Yes. <laughs> well, you remember cowboys were always tackling and choking each other in those, yeah. all those of movies. Of course, in the, muddy, in the muddy streets of town right outside <laughs> right. the gunsmith. Yes. As is life. Um, yes. Some some big news, I think, for Stardew Valley. Andrew might like this. Um, multiplayer is coming to the Switch hey. uh, in three days on December 13th. Hey. That's not the only news for Stardew. Um, the developer, um, which is a single, like a one guy. Yeah. And yep. he ha- he is leaving the, uh, the project or the publisher. He's going to be uh, self-published after this. Yeah. So. I think we actually talked about this before. Yeah, it could be. I was going to say... It, I figured that was kind of went along with that, like the last big release, I think, for this game uh, before yeah. he goes on to do whatever his next thing is. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. I think he actually has a maybe, uh, maybe starting his own studio or something to work on his next game. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm not sure. Work for Bungie. Yeah. Fix and, Destiny uh, 2. <laughs> fix Destiny 2. <laughs> Destiny crops. Valley. I like it. <laughs> Destiny Valley. That's right. Um, some uh you know we talked about monster hunter world being best rpg and sh- right like almost right before this podcast started they actually announced uh an expansion called iceborne that's going to be coming yep. next fall and yeah Rob's that was around uh one or that. two eastern today um i kind of caught unawares i just uh heard about it and uh checked it out like uh opt on and they were live streaming it um they had tons of uh things to show off so the first thing i caught was that there's going to be a new time monster this month uh, which is going to be one of the most difficult monsters that they've got in the game, um, which is going to be known as the Arch-Tempered Kulve Taroth. I think I said that right. <laughs> and that is going to be a 16-person raid, which is absolutely gigantic for Monster Hunter. Typically, I would see you know, four-player fights. The C-16 is just... Uh, that's going to be... four crazy. times! That's four times! Uh, the Kulve Taroth has a purely metal exterior and it looks like it's 100% golden and it also has uh, ways of enraging uh, very early on um, so it, you have a limited amount of time in which to actually fight this monster too so it's absolutely monstrous uh, they were showing where people were positioned with cannons uh, launching into the side of the monsters uh, this thing is absolutely massive um, it was about as big as the ship that is when you actually show up to the game in it was it was around that size. Um, th- this is the biggest monster I've ever seen in the game. Um, I haven't gotten that far into it to tell you if there's others, but I was pretty impressed with this, just the overall scale. Um, there's also another release uh, prior to... Um, that, that's all part of this. This isn't the Iceborne expansion. Uh, also prior to the Iceborne expansion is another monster. And please make sure I say this right. And not Don't hold anything against process. us. We're trying to we're trying to pronounce this as best we can. But this will be an arch tempered Nergigante. Dante. And this what's sure. that? 
Dante. I don't know. Dante? No, no. There's no D's in there. Just go for it. I, I, I was, I was At first, I was going to say, like, uh, Sabado Gigante, right? Like, it oh, looked like uh, Hispanic. <laughs> so I was going to. I was gonna say, oh yeah, I used to watch that show. But anyway, uh, the even tougher uh, monster is due to be the last content update before Iceborne hit. So you'll have two big releases prior to the um, prior to the next um, to this dropping. Now, when this drops, uh, Iceborne, uh, what they showed off was a boat sailing north um, to a wintry land, an island uh, full of snow and snow themed monsters, which. I love games with snow in it. I don't know if you guys are kind of have that great. same affinity, but something about it just feels kind of cool. Especially this time of year when it's like cool yeah. and snowy. Yeah. And it'll be launching in August. So, uh, so you <laughs> won't be feeling that at that point in time. Um, they're traveling to Northrend. That's cool. Yeah. They're traveling yeah, to Northwind. Yeah. Okay. Great. And, great. Great. Um, there is also they did announce that this will be for console first they plan to make a pc version although they did not commit that it would be out the same time it will eventually be coming out on uh on pc and um also i don't believe this is part of it was hard to tell because <laughs> i was i kind of caught it halfway through but apparently uh gerald of rivia from the uh the witcher series is going to be joining the game in some capacity what is this uh, a crossover episode exactly so uh, so after finished fighting in Soul Calibur Six, he's going to come on over and help uh, lead the <laughs> hunt, hunt for some monsters, monsters in yeah. uh, Monster Hunter World. So apparently these are uh, Witcher themed hunts, um, which will be <laughs> with him uh, as either a playable character or an assistant character, and I guess you'll be fighting uh, uh, Witcher monsters. So that makes uh, very sense, interesting. and I like that part, like actual hunting part. And monster stuff wasn't there? Didn't they do a crossover with something else? Like when it first came out, they did. And I just Mega Man. Blank. No, it wasn't Mega Man. You could have a pet Mega Man. I think I thought there's something else. There's like an armor set and man. Was it Zelda? No, it was uh for if it's on the PlayStation, it was um the stuff from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yep. Everyone yeah, wants to get with Capcom, though. They're they're all about that. Apparently, yeah, why wouldn't they? <laughs> it's it's very popular in Japan to have a lot of these crossovers. I mean, that's not a a surprising thing. It's weird to see a Polish developer <laughs> in a Capcom game. Um, you know, with The Witcher and the uh, and Monster Hunter uh, together. Right. But hey, that sounds pretty cool. I'll be checking it out. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for the news. Um, one of the things that we we also talked about when Monster Hunter first came out on the PC was that are they from here on out going to have the DLCs and these new updates the same time as consoles? Are they going to bring them in the same timeline? And that's basically been answered now, right? It's mm -hmm. basically no. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna they're they're gonna try. You said, or they're just not. It's just not gonna happen at the same time. Do you know, Rob? They would not commit that it'd be out at the same time. They did say they will be bringing it out on PC, though. Okay. Okay. I've been wanting to try this game, but I want to play it on PC. But things like that don't make me want to play it on exactly. PC. Exactly. That <laughs> the same thing that I, that I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, but still, it's a lot of content, it seems, if you do buy it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this a paid for? Sorry. Is this a paid yes, for? Yes, this thing? is a uh, paid uh, paid expansion. Okay. Gotcha. Good stuff. Well, yeah. uh, well, that's kind of it for the the gaming news. So we'll kind of dive into. I'm not probably won't give a review, but I'll kind of just talk about it a little bit. 
I think Rob might do that as well for his game. Yeah, but, I love uh, it. yeah. Smash Bros. Ultimate came out this past week, uh, Friday. I actually got it a day early through Amazon. Thanks, Amazon. Normally, oh, nice. I get games late, and, but this time I got it early. So that's cool. Huh. That was fun. It was a cool surprise to come home, you know, not expect it and be like, hey, I have it early. That's cool. Let's <laughs> play. So uh, I'm terrible at Smash. I don't really know how to play besides mashing a whole lot of buttons. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Hopefully knock somebody off of uh, the ledge far enough where they can't fly back because apparently everybody can knows how to fly except for me. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, uh, that's yeah. Uh, that's disappointing um, when you realize you're the only one that can't execute the up B and uh, yeah. <laughs> and time your jump properly to land. You end up hitting the bottom of the platform and ricocheting right back down to your death. Exactly. That's yeah, fun. Worst feeling but, ever. But yeah, this game, uh, you know, it's really fun for. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big Smash person. It's fun for me though. I'm not super competitive at it. So I played the story mode or. Um, Adventure thing. Adventure mode is what it's called. Yeah. Spirit World or something. Yeah. Spirit, uh, no, it's like light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. World yeah. of Light. World of Light. That's it. Yeah. So that's cool. It's got a. It's got a kind of a, kind of little lightly based story mode, that you're kind of thrusted into the as soon as you click play. Um, but you basically you get you lose all the fighters and you basically just go through this map unlocking the fighters working your way towards the big bad guy. Um. And I think uh, that might be one of the coolest parts of the game that I've played yeah. so far is, it is you really get an opportunity to learn your character. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm a, I'm a newbie to this, but I'm certainly not good at the game. So <laughs> this is up to reinforce uh, like how I should actually be playing in the game. Right. Um, and yeah, I think this is the perfect way to do it. You know, it kind of forces you to use a particular character until you can unlock the next one. And then you, you can enhance them with the spirits and they add new mm-hmm. capabilities and functions and stuff. And, you know, there might be a lot of wind in one level and you could have like wind resistance. So mm-hmm. um, it, it yeah. makes you consider the environment before you go into the battle. So I like that, but sorry to cut you thing, off there. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah. You're just adding more to it. I wouldn't even thought about talk, talking about that, but uh, so one of the cool things that got to me is that some of the fights, you know, there's not a whole, you know, there's a, there's a set number of fighters, but there's, tons of these spirits which is from you know every type of nintendo game and beyond well mm-hmm. some of the some of the spirits you know if they if they're closely related to a fighter they'll you know they'll you know put a different colored skin on the fighter give him a certain ability or a rule set and he'll it'll almost be like you're fighting that that you know that kind of spirit i'm trying to think of a good example of one um probably a pokemon like, and pokemon i assume yeah there's one that's like a you're supposed to be fighting ivysaur but they only have um, or supposed to be fighting Venusaur. He was a spirit, but Ivysaur is the playable character in the game. So they gave Ivysaur like uh, stats and stuff to make him closer to Venusaur. Hmm. So yeah, cool stuff like that. Or there's a Detective Pikachu. So you fight Pikachu, but he has like a skin on that sort of similar to Detective Pikachu and things like that. So it was it was cool things, you know, cool little things like that that are just neat to see. And um. Yeah, you get to have all the, of course, all the characters are back in this game, and in the game mode, you slowly unlock them. And, you know, as you progress, you get to fight each one, and when you beat them, you get them, of course. And uh, yeah, it's got all your cool favorite maps. And the way they have the map drawn out, each stage is kind of like corresponds to where you're at on this ginormic, ginormic map. So if you're like in the city region, you get on the city stages. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, there's also a a Pokemon sort of. Uh 
fighting spirits and and how to prepare for a battle uh if you mm-hmm. noticed it like there's a there's a sword icon there's a shield icon and there's like a support icon or yeah, like a light icon. rock paper scissors type exactly thing. exactly and if you don't if you don't really match well if you don't have the certain power level you're going to be under you're not going to be in a good position to win that fight yeah um, yep. they'll even warn but, you and say you got a mismatch on your spirit yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you do fight, you know, under if you're under uh if you're the underdog in the fight and you do win, you do get more rewards. Yep. There's difficulty modes, you get more rewards and difficulties. There's also just tons of scenarios. Like you go into one fight, there's multiple enemies at this time. Yeah. And there's there's or, or there's one enemy but he has very strict rules or he does mm-hmm. something very specific. There was one where he like he doesn't move, he does a giant, he doesn't move or doesn't fight. He had a bunch of little guys helping him, and you, your gang, your goal was to knock him off the edge and the time limit. There's some, there's just a lot of fun in it, and, and I've only touched uh, maybe one fourth of the map too myself. Mm. Uh, I've unlocked maybe five characters. Right. That's it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a lot to it, and I'm I'm looking forward to going throughout the entire map. I'll be a, little, a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. Some cool stuff. But yeah, I don't, yeah, so I don't I think, ever have a review yet because I haven't dived yeah, much into it. I, I was I was with you on this one too. I I really feel like I haven't put enough time into it to uh, properly give a review. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's immediately likable. The mm-hmm. um, just the sheer amount of levels and everything you can play on it's just it's just staggering. There's something like seventy plus characters, um, and that might be my one complaint is that they're not all available. When you start the game, you have to go mm-hmm. and unlock them all. You yeah. start off with was it eight characters? But that's always been like that. Eh, it still feels a little, little grindy in that way. Like if your favorite character might happen to be the last one, it it's might true. be number seventy six. Yeah, that might be rough. Time. Yeah, uh, true. but that said, there's nothing quite like an eight person ice climbers battle uh, <laughs> for just absolute <laughs> chaos on the screen. <laughs> Um, which dumb. basically means I put sixteen characters because ice climbers are are two. So two. yeah, yeah, that's uh that's been fun to see that. Oh, and talent tree. There's a talent tree. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Oh yeah, in in the adventure map, talent tree, which is yep. it's very expensive talent tree. Yes, <laughs> I was a little surprised that I was like, oh, I can unlock a few things. No, just one thing. Oh, just one. <laughs> just one. <laughs> and it, and it takes Pick a wisely. While. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that comes back to play if you play on, uh, at a disadvantage, you get more rewards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good stuff. Tell me, no, this game is one I want to hear about. This is uh, very me interesting. Huh? Yeah, I um I shared this with you guys last week. I don't think I spoke too much about it on the show, but this is um one that just kind of aesthetically uh, reached out to me. Uh, Mutant Year Zero: uh, Road to Eden, and it's being labeled as kind of an XCOM type of game. So mm-hmm. if you're into the you know, the tactical combat grid based uh, uh, setups and planning. I, I think you'll really get a kick out of this because From what I've seen, it looks more probably more like uh, Mario and Rabbids because it's got the whole you have like a group of characters and you move across uh, the map with them and engage in combat and that kind of thing. Yep, that was exactly uh, kind of where I was going with that. So this was this is not open world like that where you can run from you know, all the different levels and go over bridges mm-hmm. and you're hitting each different one. Uh, you'll have your different areas and they're, and they're large. They're much, much larger than the actual battle areas. Um, so you might go into the forest and you've got a, you know, a fairly good sized grid of varying, you know, terrains, you know, high and low vantage points. And you're with that, you're just kind of walking around exploring like normal. Um, and by normal, I mean 
like any kind of RPG game. Um, you can actually go looking around. Uh, there's some stealth aspects to it. So just because you see monsters doesn't necessarily mean you have to engage them. You can uh, sneak your way around them and, and avoid them completely. Um, doesn't usually happen. Typically, you've got to fight them um, to unlock things. Um, but what you can do is, uh, and this is unique to any other game that I've seen like this, is if you can be stealthy enough, you can actually silently take out some of the mobs that are there and making the, the whole fight much easier. Very so you cool. can actually take yeah. it down, yeah, and make it a, an easier fight. <clears throat> so that part I thought was pretty compelling. Um, the characters are super cool. So this is this reminds me of a very old uh, role-playing game called... Um, um, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles after the bomb. And what it was is you could basically <laughs> play as a mutant anything. But it was always random. So you'd roll a dice and it would tell you, okay, you are a, a, a mutant shark. Or you are a mutant marsupial. Or you're a mutant, you know, whatever. And they would, um, and you would roll and you get these different attributes and different powers and everything else. So in this one, your main characters are a mutated warthog and a duck. Uh, the warthog's name is Borman. The duck's name is Ducks. Um, and they're known <laughs> oh, yeah. as... Uh, yeah, exactly. Now, they're known as... Um, stalkers, um, right? Stalkers. And what they do is they uh, they go through the areas that are destroyed, and they look for scrap material, and they bring it back, and they and they can um, you know keep the colony going. Inside the colony, there's just all these different characters that can help you upgrade your weapons... Uh, give you missions, give you advice. They're all really well acted. And it's actually, there's a lot of charm in the game that I was really surprised to see. It's not just a, you know, everything's voice acted. There's a lot of great quips and, and moments going back and forth. So um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I was reading online that it is fairly short. It's only about 20 hours total. So for a tactics okay. game, you right. usually expect it to be a bit longer than that. Um but one of the reasons why I'm even playing it is because with the Xbox Game Pass, it's included in that subscription. So it costs you. For this yeah, so if you already have it, you can go play it for not for free. You you paid for it already, but right. it's it, you can try it out without any you know any outlay of money. Um, if you do, I think you're going to find a very fun game that has a lot of customization. Um, a lot of quirkiness to it that made it very interesting. And if it reminds me a lot of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn in which they would talk about like the elders and like, oh, the elders did this and the elders did that. And they do it in this one as well, but they, they talk about elders like they're a bunch of jerks. Uh, <laughs> you know, they blew this up. They ruined the planet. They did all this stuff. So, you know, they'll talk about like idiot elders and all that sort of thing. So. Uh, it's a fun take on the post-apocalyptic world. Um, again, I'm not going to give a review on this one because I'm still very early in. Um, but if you already have means to play it, uh, meaning through uh, Game Pass or or even if it just goes on sale, I think it's like a $30 game at the moment. Um, again, not far enough in there to tell you whether or not it's, it's worth that, but I'm having a lot of fun with it, and it's a very unique experience. So... Um, if you're looking for that kind of game, I would I would recommend checking it out. I hope to have a more fully fleshed out uh, review next week in terms of just an overall rating. Mm -hmm. um, I don't anything I would say now from this point would get into spoilers, so I don't want to get onto that. So good stuff, nice. Yeah, yeah. So some fun Excellent. games that are out there right now. 
Xbox Steam only? Question mark. Um, I want. It's pretty sure it's on PS4. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Before I lie to the entire internet, collectively, <laughs> uh, let me find out what uh what platform I'm thinking. Put it on the Switch, and I'll play it. Mm. That's just me. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Microsoft Windows. I see. It'd be a cool Switch title. I think it's kind of maybe a little too mature for a Switch game, but uh, Doom's on, on there. Switch. Yeah, yeah. New Colossus is on there. That's fine. The the whole idea of Switch being a kids game that's kind of over now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I am actually itching for one of these games because I've been playing. I'm, I played Rabbids. I played XCOM. It just it's, it's about time I another one came across. So, well, I'll check it out. It's yeah, um, you know, there's the trailers are out there for it. You one of the coolest things I didn't really mention is that you can you're you have mutants that you control, but they can actually become even more mutated as you go along. Oh, yeah. And your duck can actually grow wings and fly around the map and and attack from you know a high range. And there's more things that go along with it. So you end up acquiring more players to join your group, and they can acquire uh, more abilities too. So. Uh, a lot of customization in there, and there's a the skill tree is is pretty great for that. Uh, it doesn't it's not branching, but it's enough to just say, oh, I can't wait till I can start doing that. That sounds cool. So it gives you a definite path towards uh, that reward. Uh, so, just to give you a quick <laughs> uh, last comment on it, I sat down and said, okay, I'm gonna play this for about an hour, and I looked down my watch again, and I've been playing for five hours. it's it's one of those games i think that oh just one more mission just one more mission one of those Mm -hmm. yeah we're a bit uh you know we're so a couple minutes over time do you guys want to i mean this is this at least we'll talk about one of these things one of these things is pretty yeah there's not too much on this yeah so let's do the quick stuff and then we'll hit the high notes there you go uh picard the picard star trek series coming late 2019 uh lego batman movie sequel is in development currently um, we had the trailer, a second trailer for Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and then we had a trailer for uh, Avengers Four, which we now know is called uh, Avengers Endgame. Yes, not the last Avenger, as Mark Ruffalo promised. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of this is interesting. Uh, there was actually a post posted on Instagram a couple months ago from the Russo brothers, and it was uh, I think Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Jr. sitting in a chair or something, and they said something about like it's in the picture. And uh, somebody on Reddit actually spelt "in game out" from objects in the picture, and like, oh, yeah. oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be the title for the next Avenger movie. People are like, "Nah, can't be." But uh, hmm. yeah, it happened. It was foretold. Wow, it came true. I thought they just saw the four A's because there was four ladders. <laughs> Avengers four. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, what did you guys think? Trailer about looked pretty amazing. Um, you know, it, it there's no secret. If you if you like these movies, you're gonna go watch this. It's the culmination of, you know, phase two or uh, or phase three or whatever on right now. It's the biggest movie of this. Um, the fact that it's part two to the, I think it's the highest grossing movie of all time now. Is that right? Um, maybe. I know. It was, I know. It was certainly up there. Um, maybe not just for inflation, but it was certainly uh, over the most past couple of years. Um, I don't know if it beat Avatar finally or not, but either way, it's it's a genre-defining type of movie, and it's it's going to be on definitely. everyone's thoughts. So, um, certainly looking forward to it. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's kind of it for us then this week. 
So if uh, Andrew wants to close us out with all the, you know, all of the, all you know, that, all the that's stuff. stuff. That's you know, that's, that's that stuff. stuff. Yeah, so... I a quick congrats to Ark the Wolf, nineteen ninety two, for hitting fifty characters on his channel. Nice. <laughs> okay. You've probably got a smaller audience now. <laughs> proclaiming that, but uh, sure, congrats. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so Pixel Pub is a gaming community, and we're a part of that. We talk in our podcast is. Uh, it strives to provide all gamers the best in social gaming, like in and out of game. Uh, we have almost 18,000 Discord members. We're Discord partnered, and we span multiple games, international, lots of communities. Uh, we have Destiny 2, we have Warframe, MapleStory 2, Black Ops, Rocket League, and much more. So uh, you can check out uh, us on online on our website, pixelpubgaming.com. That's pixelpubgaming.com. You have the latest episodes from We Talk Nerd. We have all of the news and blogs, um, as well as a Discord invite if you want to join that. Uh, we do game giveaways like weekly, and and we have even giveaways in our in our uh, sub communities. I think Warframe's about to do one too. So um, nice. just 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 a lot. This is a lot in in the in our in our gaming community. We there's chats for everyone for pets food anime tabletop whatever it is you're a gamer join in we love to talk to you we even have a we talk nerd podcast um channel if you want to talk to us. us that's right yep so wherever you're listening make sure to like follow subscribe share mm-hmm. um leave us a review wherever you're listening for listening not live if you're listening to us on uh pretty much any other service leave a review but i think that'll I think that'll do it for us this week. That's right. See you guys later. Bye. See ya.